Jesus. We set our eyes on you. Lord, we position the eyes of our heart upon you. May the eyes of your heart be enlightened. Lord was just showing us earlier this just his desires to enlighten our hearts as we set our eyes upon him, that we would know him more in a deeper way. One of the things I felt as we just we went into this time of prayer and fasting these three days. Tuesday, I woke up and I just heard the Lord say, I need you to know my nature and my character. When we know who our Father is, when we understand who Jesus is, when we know him, when, our, when the eyes of our heart are enlightened, when we know who's on the inside of us, everything changes when we know his nature and character and who he is. This is where we boldly enter the throne room of grace. Lord, I thank you that you call us to come into the throne room, not to beg, but to come as children. Lord, it says all your promises are yes in Christ. Lord, we enter into the throne room of grace because of what your Son has done for us. Because we hold on to the Son. Not just believing in the sense of, of just saying, well, yes, he's the Son, but, but walking in his ways. Faith is a walk, not just a, not just a mindset. There's an action to it. So, Lord, I thank you for what you're calling us into as the body of Christ. Lord, I thank you that in 1 John it says that he is light. And then it says that he is love. Lord, I pray for that love light to shine so brightly in us. We were just singing a song. Luna was singing. and It's like, oh, I don't know if she knew she was singing these words, but it's just, it's for, it's 2 Corinthians 4. And just, I feel like the Lord wants to enlighten us so that we actually move in the fullness of His Spirit. It says this, it says, Let light shine out of darkness. This is what God says. For God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, He made His light to shine in our hearts, to give us the light of the knowledge of the glory of God. And it's in the face of Christ. It all comes through Jesus. That's why we set our eyes on him, the author, the perfecter of our faith. And then he sets a seal of ownership in us by setting his spirit within us to lead us and to move us. And his spirit reveals all things to us. I'm just going to, I just want to kind of set the tone, I feel like, for where I feel like the Lord's leading us and then... We're going to just, we're going to go into prayer and uh, but we're going to pray from the heavenly realms. We're not playing, praying like, we're not praying from down here. It's like, Lord, take us up in the spirit. 
so that we're actually, we, we know your heart, we know your mindset. It says the Spirit reveals all things to us. We get to know who he is by the Spirit that now lives within us. It says this, uh, if you read the email, Andrew wrote this part, and this is the verse that was hitting him. He says, for the one whom God has sent speaks the word of God, for God gives the Spirit without limit. Lord, I thank you that this is your heart for each one of us, that you would give us the Spirit without limit. Lord, but this requires that we walk fully in the Spirit, that there is a full submission to you. No longer living for ourselves, but it's, a, it's not only just the eyes on you, but it's our walk is upon you. Our walk is in you. That we would walk in the light. And then the last scripture I just felt, and I, I don't exactly know how this ties in, but I just felt like the Lord said to read this and it'll make sense as we read it. And it's in it's Ephesians 1. So Lord, I thank you that just as I read this, Lord, you're going to even reveal things to us that that we've never seen before, never understood before. I just say as we read this, Lord, open the eyes of our heart. Give us an understanding. Give us spiritual wisdom, revelation. It's not it's not things that we can understand with our own mind, but it's it's when we have the mind of Christ, the mind of the Spirit. Requires a place of humility that we say we don't know what we're doing or where we're going, but our eyes are on you and we're listening, we're attentive to your voice. I love just how Jesus said, I, I only do what I what I see the Father do. I only speak what I what I hear from the Father. And he he heard it through the Spirit that was given to him without limit. So this is what it says. It's Starting in verse 3, it says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who, so this is the Father who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. For this reason, because we are united with Christ. And even before he made the world, he loved us. Can you fathom that? Before this world was created, his love was so great for us, and he chose us in Christ to be holy. We were already chosen to be in Christ, and in that position to be holy without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance. <laughs> he already purposed in his heart to adopt us as his very own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. I just stop for a second and go, I can't even imagine Paul penning these words for the first time as the revelation was being given to him by the Spirit to put these words down with this understanding of who we are in Christ and who he's positioned us to be in Christ. All of it is in Christ. This is what he wanted to do. And it gave him great pleasure 
So we praise God for the glorious grace that he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness. He's so rich in his grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and he forgave our sins. That's the God that we serve. That's our Father. He has showed us His kindness. He has showered His kindness upon us, along with all wisdom and understanding. It's by the Spirit. And it says, and God has now revealed to us His mysterious will regarding Christ, which is to fulfill his own good plan. And this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. This is what's happening right now. We're in this process right now of bringing everything together under the authority of Christ. Everything in heaven, everything on earth. And he says, furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God for he chose us in advance and he makes everything work out according to his plan. So Lord, I thank you that we get to move according to your plan. I thank you that you chose us, that you've positioned us, you've said yes to us way before we said yes to you. You loved us before we loved you. And then you set these commands in place that position us under the sun in alignment with Jesus that we would become one, not only with the Son and with the Father and with the Spirit, but one with each other here on earth as the body of Christ under the head of Jesus. Lord, thank you for what you've done. Lord, I, I pray that this blows our mind. Lord, that as we come to you tonight in prayer, Lord, that we come to you from a different position, understanding who we are. We're not orphans. We're sons and we're daughters. We have an inheritance in the kingdom. And you've marked us and you've sealed us with your spirit. The same spirit that you set upon and in Christ said that you would have the spirit without limits. Give us that same spirit without limit, Lord. As we fully surrender to you, would you move in us? Do what you want to do. You've positioned us to be in the heavenly realms. To operate from that place. It's at Zechariah 3. If you will walk in my ways, then I will position you to govern in my heavenly courts. Lord, I thank you that we get to govern in your heavenly courts as we walk in your ways, as we walk in the light, in the love light that you have for us. So Lord, tonight, Lord, I thank you for the authority that we get to step into, that we get to bring heaven to earth. This is part of what you're doing right now that you are bringing everything together under the authority of Christ and you do it through us. 
So, Lord, our response to the promises that you have, every single promise, is we say yes. We say let it be so. It's that spoken amen. Let it be so. And it's in Christ. In Jesus' name. Amen. I know I didn't start it off with a bang, but we're going <laughs> to... Feel like we're gonna we're positioning ourselves just to operate from the heavenly realms. We're gonna hear by the Spirit and begin to declare and speak things, not out of a God, will you do this? And I don't know if you're gonna do this, but it's already His will, and we're enacting His will as ambassadors of Christ. We're enacting His will on earth. Yes. So there are things that I feel like He's putting in our hearts tonight that we're gonna enact on this earth right now. Your kingdom come and your will be done. Thank you, Lord. I just want to share a, a quick dream that the Lord brought to remembrance. We were singing on faith and the increase of faith. And I had a dream where I was in our sanctuary and I was on the stage. And, and a, a man was preaching on the floor and I knew he had the spirit of Smith Wigglesworth on him and Smith Wigglesworth was an evangelist who moved in great faith and always grew in faith in his ministry but the motto of Smith Wigglesworth was only have faith only believe and that was just touching me as we were asking as Luna was leading us for that that ask for an increase of faiths and then the other thing that I that came up in my spirit when I just said, Lord, where should I pray from? The first, you know, as we were worshiping, and, and it was Ephesians chapter 1. And so I just, and Mike just went there, so I'm just going to kind of combine those two. Ephesians chapter 1. I'm going to pray this apostolic prayer in response to everything Mike just read. Verse 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Father of glory, we ask for your Holy Spirit. We ask that you would pour out Holy Spirit and that Holy Spirit would give us spiritual wisdom concerning who Jesus is and who we are, are in Him. That we would walk in living understanding concerning who Jesus is and who we are in Him. Lord, right now, tonight, we pray for Your church in Colorado, and we ask, open the eyes of her heart. Enlighten the eyes of her heart. God, we ask You, this is not something little, this is something big. We ask You, for enlightened hearts. We need this almost more than we need anything. For the church to walk with enlightenment. For the church to walk in revelation. For the church to walk in living understanding. Living faith that they respond to. God, we ask you, pour it out in the church of Colorado. Pour it out in the church of Colorado. Let us abound in hope. Let us experience the hope that you have called us to. You have called us to great hope. You have called us to great faith. You have given us an inheritance that is 
unbelievable. God, let us live like it's true. Let us live like it's true. Lord, let us know your inheritance in us. Let us know what you think about us. Let us know what you feel about us. Let the knowledge of who we are in you push back fear, push back unbelief. God, we just, we ask you for this right now, that you would push back fear in your church through faith, that you would push back fear in your church because they know they are your inheritance. They know they are your chosen special people. They know they are your treasures in the earth. And it would drive back fear. Just like a child when they, when they know the dad's in the room. They're fearless. They'll jump off anything. They'll do anything because they'll know dad's going to catch him. God, give us that type of faith. And Lord, we ask you for this, verse 19. That we would experience the immeasurable greatness of your power toward us who believe. Lord, we say pour out power. But let us experience it. Let us reach for it. We commit that we will not live by sight, but we will walk by faith. Lord, we just proclaim what you marked Smith Wigglesworth life with. We just proclaim that the Church of Colorado, that their motto would be only believe. Nothing is impossible with God. Only believe. Nothing is impossible with God. Only believe. If you can, if you can, if you can believe this, nothing is impossible to him who has faith. And in the dream, as this man was preaching, the, the glory of God just began to fill our sanctuary. And I know it didn't just represent the rock. It represented the Church of Colorado. When people walk in faith, when people walk in encounter, when they walk in belief, it will be met by the glory of God. I just, As I've been meditating on that dream, I just really feel that. So Lord, we ask you for your glory. We say, let your glory fill the churches of Colorado. Let your glory fill Colorado. Lord, you said it will be done when you return, that the knowledge of the glory of God will fill the earth as the water covers the seas. God, we ask you for a down payment of that now in this city, in this front range, in Denver, in Colorado Springs. Fill this state with the glory of God in response to people's great faith. Fill this state with the glory of God as the waters cover the sea. Bring us into alignment under the kingship of Jesus, under the headship of Jesus. He is at the right hand, and we are his body of the earth. Bring us into alignment. Bring us into alignment. Oh. In Jesus' name. going to go into prayer, back into worship and prayer here, but if uh, I just say keep it vertical, we're going to just pray so we can all pray together and, uh, and just let me know, just get my attention and I'll bring the mic to you and we'll pray and worship. Here we go. The word says, be it to you according to your faith. So God, our faith arises. Our faith lines up with your word, God, and with you. God, that all things are possible. 
we praise you. We magnify you. We believe. We believe, God. Going to Zephaniah 3, 17. The Lord your God is in your midst. A victorious warrior. He will exult over you with joy. And he will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with shouts of joy. So God, we praise you that you are in our midst, in the midst of our state, in the midst of our nation, and you are the victorious warrior. Thank you for reminding us who you are, who you are. You cannot fail. You will not fail. You do not know failure. We praise you. We give you glory. The glory to your name, God. We praise you. We praise you that you you exalt over us, your bride, with shouts of joy, shouts of joy, shouts of joy. We give you praise, God, tonight. Hallelujah.
Philippians 4, 4 says, Rejoice the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your resemblance be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We come and we rejoice as we're heirs to the King, Lord, that you have given us so many wonderful things, that we are your children, and you only want to give us good gifts, Lord. And so may we never forget about the gifts that you give us, all the spiritual blessings that are bestowed upon us, Lord. We can use that in this time, Lord, as we as we walk in your ways, Lord, that we use every gift that you've given us to bring others to the kingdom, Lord. And may we never forget to thank you for the things that you've already done for us, not what you're going to do for us, what you've already done for us, Lord, that we walk in faith as we continue to, to know the things that you've called us to, the works at hand that you've called us to, Lord. As the world gets the way it gets, Lord, we know that you're going to take care of us, the righteous prevail, Lord. May, may we never be afraid. May we, may we never lose our peace during this time. Instead, watch with the joy because the hope of glory is inside yeah. of us, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing. We declare your word of our lives. Yes. And, Lord, we just speak this um, in 19. It says, and, may God will, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. To our God, our Father, forever and ever. Amen. So we just declare. We stand on that word, especially during this um, this holiday, end of the holiday season, Lord, as we just say, no way, you provide our needs, not what we need, Lord, not what we want, Lord, and so may we live this life that we are constantly givers, we are constantly givers, we don't have to hold back, because we know of your glorious riches in the provision that you have for us, Lord, may you be glorified in our lives, and may people look at us and say, they know the Lord. Look at the peace. How do they do that? So we thank you, God, that we can stand on your word and that we always go back to it. Be glorified through what we do in this season. That we will see more than we've ever seen, but for it to be used as a blessing. In Jesus' name. just really want to piggyback on the word that went forth tonight about the glory that will be shining upon the front range very soon. We're moving into a time of massive revival. We are going to see so much radical outpouring of God's love. I am so looking forward to it. And I don't know if you guys do Cody Cards a lot. I don't even know if I'm saying his name right, but this song, I believe, I was playing that on the way here tonight, and I was just moving in the spirit, and it's so cool that it was it was here tonight as well, and, the, you know, Tracy spoke a word over me tonight that really set in motion a healing for me, and I'm going to speak that over the entire Front Range Marketplace, because I am a prodigal son. I fell away. I, I was someone who was hurt by the church. And I just proclaim right now that, devil, I put you on notice. You have been revealed. Your time of reign and play is coming to an end. The broken, the rejected, the hurt are being restored in the name of Jesus. Not only will non-believers come and walk into this place to draw closer to you, 
to have a personal relationship with you, God. But we will see so many broken hearts and so many that have been hurt by the church coming back because it's not about it's not about the people, but it's about you. The people operate, but it is ultimately about you and your love. Your love reigns. Father, but that you would set them free. I thank you that whom the sun sets free is free indeed, and there's a spirit of freedom being released upon Colorado, that the blinders would be removed, Father, that people would come into your presence, that they would open their eyes and see you, Lord, that you would remove the deceptions in the church, in Jesus' name. Colossians 3. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, for Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. And 12. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. So Lord, I just, I want to thank you. Thank you for giving us the opportunity, Lord Jesus, to serve you, Lord. I just pray, Father God, that as every single one of us, Lord Jesus, walks in you, Lord Jesus, that we may come to the understanding, Lord, that you are love, Father. 
give us the opportunity to minister to other individuals, Lord, past any fear, Lord Jesus, simply to see what you see in each and every one of those individuals, Lord. And as the churches, Lord Jesus, every single one of those church leaders, Lord Jesus, I just pray, Father God, that they may set aside any agenda, any and all agendas, Lord Jesus, in the name of the living God, Lord, that they may see your heart, Lord, and as they seek, Lord Jesus, your face, Lord, that they may no longer look at numbers, but look at hearts, Lord, seeking salvation, pure salvation, which comes only through the love of Christ, Lord. Father God, I just pray, Lord, that you bring us back to that one true love. Bring each and every one of your pastors, Lord Jesus, to their one true love, Lord, that they may seek, Lord Jesus, to bring each and every one of those individuals in their congregations, Lord Jesus, to find that true love in Christ, Lord, that pure love that only you have, Lord, that they may be hidden in Christ as well, Lord, that no longer, Lord Jesus, Will they allow anyone in that congregation, Lord Jesus, to walk, Lord, in duality, in any lukewarmness, Lord? I just pray against that in the name of Jesus. I just pray for an awakening right now, Lord Jesus, of every single one of these pastors within those congregations, Lord Jesus, that they may either be hot or cold, Lord Jesus, but that they, that it may break, Lord that there may be a breaking, Father God, of that lukewarmness, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we just pray, Father God, for that warm, not no longer warm, Lord Jesus, but a hot and fiery, just burning desire for the heart of Christ in their congregations. We just thank you for that, Lord Jesus, in your holy and your precious name, Lord. Amen. Yeah, before she even said, wake that, or wake up, I just was hearing Ephesians, back in Ephesians, it's wake up, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. So, Lord, right now, I just thank you. I thank you that, that you're awakening your church by your spirit to the very things that are upon your spirit. Lord, I thank you that you're, you're revealing yourself in a greater way with, with wisdom and revelation that comes by your spirit. Lord, I thank you that you're enlightening our hearts in this season that we would know you. Father, I thank you that you are a father that desires to see a harvest. And the harvest is ripe, yeah. but the labors are few. Lord, awaken the labors. Lord, wake up your people in this time. Lord, I thank you for the new things that you're doing. I thank you for the breakthroughs that are at hand for the church. And it's going to come yeah. when there's an alignment with the kingdom of heaven, when there's alignment with your spirit. So, Lord, I pray for a humility upon your people, but I pray for a boldness and a strength. Lord, for Colorado, I say for pastors to rise up, that, Lord, that we speak truth in the pulpits, that we speak truth to, to the people, Lord, that, that there is an awakening, that there, it says where the spirit of truth is, there's, or where the spirit of the Lord is, there's, there's, there's freedom. <laughs> and, and, Lord, your desire is for us to speak truth into all situations, but we speak it in love. Another scripture in Ephesians, it's truth in love. Lord, I thank you for your truth in love. But I just want to, I just feel like to declare some things. I, I was seeing just that prodigal and that the father is, is looking from a distance to the prodigal, waiting for that prodigal to return. But Lord, I pray that we would be not like the older brother, but we would be 
as sons, that we would go out and find those prodigals. Lord, bring them back. Lord, that when the Father sees them, that he would come running to them. Lord, he'd throw his arms around them, kiss them, put the ring on their finger, put a robe around them, put sandals on their feet. But Lord, this is, this is your desire. You, you showed us this. But Lord, we're the ones that do it. We're the ones that go. We're the laborers that go into the harvest field. So Lord, I thank you for this. And I just see, even for the, I just saw for the LGBT community, this, this, like, this veil that is over these people. I've, as I'm on the mental health initiative uh, for Douglas County, and it's like, it's one in two. For, for, for those that are like transgender, one in two that tried to commit suicide, one out of two that tried to commit suicide. For, for those that are, are like, uh, for gays and lesbians, it's one out of four. The, the numbers are crazy. So Lord, <laughs> I thank you that you have such a love for that. Lord, for, for those that it's just a misunderstanding of who they are, it's a lie of the enemy. And Lord, as, as fathers, you're, you're saying, come back, sons and daughters, come back to me. Lord, I pray for an awakening of your church. It says, arise, shine, for your light is coming. The glory of the Lord rises upon you. Lord, I thank you that, that we are your light bearers, that we carry light, and we do this with, with love. Lord, I thank you. It's a love light that goes forth to people. And Lord, there's so many that are blinded right now. It says that they're blinded, as it talks about in 2 Corinthians 4. They're blinded by the God of this world. But, Lord, it says that when they turn to you, that that veil is removed. So, Lord, we just pray that veils are removed. Lord, I thank you that we, we've been seeing there is a, there's a Jesus revolution that is coming. There is a love reformation that is hitting this world. And, and he's looking for a people that are going to carry it. And even the fact that this movie is coming out with Lonnie Frisbee in, in, uh, in February, and, and like there's been, people are just talking about this Jesus revolution that's about to hit. Lord, I thank you that there is a wave of your love that's about to hit this earth. Lord, I thank you that even in the LGBT community, Lord, that you're going to use those as they're with an outspoken voice, but when they turn and they see the light, Lord, they're going to be the very ones that go, wow, to understand that love of a father, that that's the very thing that they've been looking for their whole life. And Lord, when it's revealed to them, Lord, I thank you that there's going to be a people that rise up, Lord, that declare your glory, that declare your kingdom, that, that say, I'll, I'll share Jesus with others. So Lord, I thank you that, that, that there's, as watchmen of the wall, Lord, that we are to speak, we're to declare, we're to speak the truth. Lord, that our mouths would be open and Lord, that, that you would fill us by your spirit, fill us with truth, fill us with your love to declare it in this time. Lord, that, that there would be many that would come to know you. And Lord, that then we would disciple them, raise them up, teach them, train them in your ways. Lord, I thank you for a new day that is upon us. Lord, this is a new day of destiny that dawns. So Lord, it is, it is forget the former things. Behold, I am doing a new thing, a new thing in this very time. So Lord, may we see, it says, do you perceive it? Do you see it? It says when there's darkness on the earth and there's thick darkness over the people, but behold, do you see what's happening? For the glory of the Lord rises upon us to, that there would be many that would come to the brightness of our dawn. Lord, I thank you that it is a new day that dawns right now. Lord, wake up your people. Lord, for, 
for the issue with abortion. Lord, I pray for, for just that there would be a spirit of wisdom and revelation that would come upon your people to reveal what's truly happening. Just as, as uh, I was with Lou the other day, and where he was saying, this is the, this is the Baals, the, the Baal prophets. That, that It was just this spirit of what they would do is they would, they would sacrifice their children to the, to the Baal God. And then they had the, this Jezebel. It was this, it was this spirit of, of uh, it was this kind of that LGBTQ. It was this, uh, but it was also just the, what was it, Marcus? <laughs> State-sanctioned State -sanctioned immorality. Yeah. So, Lord, we just we come against this Jezebel spirit. We come against the, uh, the, the, these are, these are spirits, principalities and powers. And it says that we don't fight against flesh and blood, but we fight, we fight against these principalities and powers. And then we have the divine power. There is a, there's not wep the weapons that we fight, that we, that we fight with are not weapons of this world. But they have the divine power to demolish the strongholds. Lord, I thank you that we have the divine power to demolish strongholds and to make everything obedient to Christ. So, Lord, we, these are mindsets. It's not people that we fight against. These are mindsets. These are principalities and powers. These are strongholds that have been set up. Lord, I thank you that now is the time that these come down. Lord, we take authority over them because we have authority under Christ. Under you, Jesus, we have this authority to step into this place and say, you must come down. We bind you in the name of Jesus. And so we bind you in Jesus' name. You must come down. In Colorado, we say you have no authority here in Colorado, but that Jesus would reign over Colorado, that Jesus is Lord over Colorado. And we as ambassadors, we declare this right now. Wherever we step, we take territory. Lord, I thank you that we are taking territory. We are bringing the glory of God to earth right now. Lord, I thank you for an awakening of your church in Jesus' name.
coming in the on the heels of what Mike was declaring, I'm going to declare this to be true over Colorado. There's that wonderful promise in 1 John 5 that if we ask anything according to his will, we know that he hears us. And in the Salkins and Ginsburg, which is a Hebrew New Testament, that word is Shema. He hears us with action. And we know that if he hears us, we have the request we have made from him. So I'm going to declare this. Because this is his will, and this is the Colorado that we are going to see come about with our own eyes in our days. This is the new Colorado, which according to the Lord, is going to do justice and righteousness. Colorado will be known as the state that does justice and righteousness. Colorado, no longer will you be known as a state that takes anything godly and turns it around and comes against it. No longer will you be known as the state that sacrifices its children. No longer will you be known as a state that opposes the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. No longer will you be known as a state that takes anything that's godly and comes against it with everything you've got. Because Colorado, you are going to deliver from the hand of the oppressor him who has been robbed. And you will be known as a place where the oppressed are set free, where the robbers are held accountable, that those who come against godliness will no longer have the power to do that. And in this place, we will be known as the state, the premier state, the leading state that does no wrong or violence to the foreigner, to the fatherless, to the widow, and we will be known as a place that has stopped shedding innocent blood. This is the new Colorado. We're ready for it. God, make everyone ready for this because it's coming and we know it to be true. of Jerusalem. May those who love you prosper. May there be peace within your walls, prosperity within your fortresses. Because of my brothers and friends, I will say peace be with you. Because of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. So Father, we just come before you in the name of Yeshua. And God, we bring before you your people and your land. God, that you could have chosen Jesus to be born to any people, to any people group in any land, but you chose Israel. So God, we just declare over Israel that you are the apple of his eye, that his banner over you is love. And God, as Israel is surrounded by nations that literally want to wipe her off the face of the earth. God, we just ask for mercy, God. God, we declare your blood covering over Israel, north, south, 
east, west, and we just say you're covered, you're covered, you're covered with the blood of the Lamb. We just declare no weapon formed against you can prosper. We just declare life, life, lahaim over you. God, I ask God for Netanyahu, God, as he just won the um, recent election in November to, to enter in again as prime minister. God, we bring him before you, God, as he's forming the new government again. God, we ask God, would you give him wisdom from on high, God? Would you give him your wisdom, Jesus? God, we ask for the blueprint from heaven, strategy from heaven, God, for the government, for your land, God. God, would you deposit it in him, God? God, would you surround him with uh, wise counselors around him, Jesus, that can direct him? God, we just declare that you're doing a new thing in Israel. God, that it would spring forth even now, God. God, we ask for the lost in Israel. We declare that the scales are falling from your eyes, that the veil is being removed. And we just say that you have eyes to see. You have eyes to see your king and his glory, the resurrected king and his glory. We just say, awake, 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 O Israel. God, we just prophesy that the, the lost is running to Jesus, God, that, that rabbis are are going to have dreams and visions of the resurrected king and they're going to put their faith and their hope in Yeshua. God, we just thank you, God. God, this, this land, God, where you poured out your blood into death, where you're returning to, God. God, we thank you, God, for mercy, Jesus, and we just declare um, awakening and revival in Israel, God. God, would you come in power and glory? Would you pour out your spirit? Would you baptize your church in Israel with your Holy Spirit and fire in Jesus' name? Lord Jesus, I thank you that we're a holy, righteous, and loving priesthood, Lord. I thank you that we're chosen, God. Mike was reading that earlier. It's not like we haven't hit Ephesians 1 yet tonight. So. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless. Well, before the creation of the world, he chose us. God, I thank you that in Ephesians 1, 4, 1, 5, and in Jeremiah 1, 4, 1, 5, you said this. Before I formed you in your womb, I knew you. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. You were born, and I set you apart and chose you. I appointed you. You chose us before time began. You chose us before we were in our mother's womb. God, and I thank you that you choose us now, right now. First Thessalonians 1, 4, and 1, 5. For, for we know, brothers loved by God, that he has chosen you because our gospel came to you, not simply with words, but also with power 
with the Holy Spirit and with deep, deep conviction. So, Lord, I thank you that we're holy, we're righteous, and we're a chosen people, Lord. Let us not take it for granted. Lord, I thank you that we love the one in front of us, God. And I thank you, God, that we can love because you first loved us. I was just saying this earlier tonight, but it's when they the, when the when the Pharisees approached Jesus, they said, "Okay, if you're so smart, what's the most important commandment?" He said, "Love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and love your neighbor." The two commandments of the ten that deal with relationship, love. So, God, I thank you. The other eight are don't touch, don't feel, don't taste, don't, 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 don't. So, Lord, I thank you, God. If we'll just obey and be obedient to the first two, Lord, the other eight and all other things will fall into line because love and relationship go hand in hand. So, God, I just pray that right now over the body of Christ. Even as Kyle spoke earlier, Lord, I just thank you for his transparency, Lord, and his vulnerability. It's just to say, yeah, I was hurt by the church. God, I repent on behalf of the church, Lord, that has lost its way, that has lost its voice throughout the earth, throughout this nation, Lord. God, I call forth those that will be watchmen on the wall, sounding the trumpet, on the wall, Lord. Let the blood not be on our hands, Lord, when we sound the trumpet. Speaking in truth and in love. God, we just release that right now over the body. The body of Christ. Let's start there. For those that believe inside the church, inside the bride, Lord, that not only will we treat our own, Lord, but those even outside the church, Lord, with love. the least that you've done unto my sons and my daughters, to my children, you have done unto me, the Lord says. So let us love well. Let us love from a place of overflow because we love you. And if we start there with the foundation of all things, that God, you proclaim that you are love, the overflow that we live from will be in love. Let it be fully manifested in each of us. Let your love be perfected in each of us. For perfected love in us, God, cast out all fear. God, perfect love, God, heal. Perfect love, God, will allow us to serve the way you've called us to serve. So I just release that over the body right now.
want to just release this word tonight. I'm going to do this by faith that this is going to go into the airwaves. I literally can, I feel like we're going to stand tonight at a pulpit and prophesy over two cities. Can we just stand to our feet? I feel like we're supposed to really press in right now for two cities to our south. I saw about 45 minutes to an hour ago what God is about to do in Colorado Springs and Puebla. In 2 Kings 22 and 23, Josiah is placed as king over Judah. Judah the lawgiver. And his heart was stirred for the temple. And he was given wisdom and they sent men to begin to rebuild. There was holes in the wall. The temple had been was breaking down basically it turned into a rat's nest and he said take the silver provisions and begin to give it to the workmen so that they can restore the temple fix its walls the holes in the walls and as they were doing this they found the book of the law that had been hidden for years misplaced for years and they brought it before Josiah and began to read it and he tore his clothes and began to cry out to the Lord and the Lord began to restore and he understood there was judgment upon the land because of the defilement. And Josiah began to set his heart for the Lord and he began to repent. And the Lord gave him promise. And then he, he began to take the, the altars that were given, the, that were made for Baal and for Ashtoreth and for the other gods. And he began to grind them, he burned them and ground them into a fine powder. And the first God they took out of Judah and took it to the border of Bethel. He wanted to get it out of the country. Ironically, Bethel's called the house of the Lord. And just a moment ago, I heard the Lord said, Colorado Springs, I'm about to remove your defilement from you. I'm taking it out of your city. I'm removing defilement from you and I'm bringing restoration. Just a moment ago, I saw prophets in number swirling in the atmosphere I saw them swirling over Colorado Springs and I saw them about to descend upon the city and begin to prophesy the word of the Lord I hear the Lord said Colorado Springs I'm restoring your gates I'm restoring your foundations I'm restoring what what was and I'm restoring life to you and you will be known as a city of my presence and a city of revival so Lord, we just stand tonight for Colorado Springs and we declare that you're reviving our sister city in the name of Jesus. Lord, you're restoring its foundations. You're restoring the gates. You're restoring the wells in Jesus' name. I also saw a great shovel that was beginning to slam down upon hidden wells under the city where God is about to open the wells of revival in Colorado Springs. So Colorado Springs, hear us tonight. We prophesy over you the living water is breaking out upon the ground in Jesus' name. The Lord says over you, Colorado Springs, in one day he's removing your defilement from you in the name of Jesus. Can a city be saved in one day? Colorado Springs, we prophesy life over you. A habitation of prophets, a place of revival and your presence. We declare that Colorado Springs shall be saved in the name of Jesus. Lord, revive your church. I also saw Pueblo. I saw the high school campuses just a moment ago. And a holy roar was coming off the campus. 
of young people getting saved by the thousands. So in the name of Jesus, we take a stand right now for Puebla. The Lord says the desert place is about to be turned into a bountiful valley in the name of Jesus. That the waste places of Pueblo are about to be turned into a beautiful land. We prophesy Isaiah 35 over you, Pueblo. And we declare the barren places will blossom and bloom once again. The habitation of jackals shall be reversed in the name of Jesus. Pueblo, we prophesy over you. Come awake. Come alive in the name of Jesus. We prophesy over you pastors. We prophesy over the shepherds of Pueblo. Take a breath of fresh air into your lungs in the name of Jesus. Lift up your head, man of God. Be strengthened and encouraged in the name of Jesus. We declare the word of the Lord to come forth out of Pueblo in the name of Jesus. Revive the campuses. I see thousands of kids coming alive to the Lord. We declare over Pueblo a youth and a young person revival in the name of Jesus. I want to just release this scripture over Cardinal Springs in Pueblo. The Lord says, I'm going to sprinkle clean water on you. And I'm going to make you clean. I'm going to cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all of your idols. I will give you a new heart. Oh my goodness, I just feel like God is about to mark Pueblo with the revival. I see cars going to Pueblo to encounter the power of God. Lord, mark Pueblo. Let it be a place of habitation of glory. Let all of Pueblo be known. Let the revelation of the glory of the Lord be right there, Lord. Let the knowledge of the glory of the Lord be upon Pueblo. God, all of Pueblo to turn to you in Jesus' name. And I see it as a hub of revival. God, whatever is on your heart for Puebla, whatever, whatever church you're about to strike with glory, let it spread like a wildfire through the entire city. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to remove your filthiness from you and your idols, and I'm going to give you a new heart and put upon you a new spirit. I will take your heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And I will keep, and you will keep my judgments and do them. I feel the Lord is about to send a great awakening to the pastors of Puebla. Father, we speak over the shepherds to be greatly strengthened right now. Removing all discouragement. Removing all disgrace. Removing all oppression. God, removing all heaviness of heart. Lord, let the grace of the Lord come upon Puebla. We declare new cleansing winds over Pueblo in the name of Jesus. We declare fresh water over Pueblo. We declare new white life over Pueblo. Pueblo, we prophesy over you. Breathe in new air in the name of Jesus. We declare new air over Pueblo in the name of Jesus. That all the spiritual stagnation is being driven out. All the isolation, all the church competition. We declare out of the Hispanic community of Pueblo a great outpouring of your spirit in the name of Jesus. God, revive Pueblo for your glory. Colorado Springs, the Lord has not forgotten you. The prophets are coming back onto the soil to stand and prophesy once again. Colorado Springs, we bless you to come into your fullness in the name of Jesus. It's going to close with this song.
leaders you open up the windows let the light in open up the windows let the light in Open up the windows and let the love in. Open up the windows and let the love in. Open up the windows and let the love in. Let the love in. Open up the windows and let the life in. Open up the windows and let the life in. Open up the windows and let the life in. And let the life in. Let's open up the Open up the windows and let the love in. Open up the windows and let the love in. Open up the windows and let the love in. And let the love in. for what you're doing in Colorado Springs and in Pueblo. In Jesus' name. So real quick, I didn't know this, neither did Dan, uh, but Steve, Steve's just going to give you a quick update here on what's happening right now in Pueblo. This is crazy. So because of Rhea, Colorado is the most liberal abortion law in the nation, the top late-term abortionist from Oklahoma is building a clinic in Pueblo. And the Pueblo City Council met about a week ago, and First Read passed an ordinance saying, no, you're not going to do that here. They held their ground tonight. Tonight. Yeah, they met at 5 o'clock tonight. Jay Seculo from the ACLJ flew one of his top attorneys into the hearing. Pueblo is in the national spotlight right, right now. We're looking at the state law and going, 
Yeah, that may apply to Colorado, but it is not going to apply in Pueblo. So, Father, we thank you for those brave people in Pueblo. And we say support them, wrap them, surround them with your holy angels. And we thank you that when you raised Jesus from the dead, you seated him far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion. And every name that is named in this age, which includes the name of Colorado and the name of Attorney General and the name of everyone else who is trying to undo what they're doing in Pueblo. And we declare Pueblo to be the sanctuary city in Colorado where babies are safe. Thank you, Lord. Let it spread to all of Colorado. Amen. Awesome. Love you guys.